1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Hi, it's producer Sasha here. If you don't recognize my voice, then listen to the disclaimer at the end and then you might recognize me. I edit most of the podcasts here at Equity Mates Media and I'm head of production. And I'm so grateful to our hosts for allowing me to jump in to the feed and introduce our newest project at Equitymates Media. Our latest podcast, the dive. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm joined by one of my colleagues from the Equity Mates office, and we're going to look at a topic that we think is important, and we hope we're going to have a lot of fun in the process. So I'd invite you to have a listen. We've dropped one specially in the feed for you to get a bit of a taste of what's going on, and then come over, subscribe, and join us. Give us feedback. We're so excited to be making this show. Thank you so much for being part of the Equity Mates family. I hope you enjoy the dive. From Equitymates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. We hear a lot about artificial intelligence, but as a non-scientist, I'm the first to admit... I don't understand it at all. Coming out of COVID, one of the most remarkable things about the past two years was the speed at which we developed drugs and vaccines. Many in the field are saying that the pandemic was the ultimate test of artificial intelligence and machine learning, and the technology passed with flying colors. It's Wednesday, the 30th of March, and today I want to know how artificial intelligence is changing the drug development process, and what does the future look like? To help me understand this new and exciting field, and one that I have got to say I have absolutely no understanding of, I'm joined by my colleague and co-founder of Equity Mates, Alec Renahan. Alec, welcome.
2: Hi, Sasha, good to be with you today. It feels like we're both maybe a little bit out of our circle of competence, uh, but I'm excited to explore it with you.
0: I know, we're gonna be swimming upstream today, but that's the exciting thing. We're gonna find out something that we didn't know before. So, artificial intelligence, machine learning, drug discovery. Where do we even start with dissecting a topic this big and complex?
2: As two non-scientists, we're going to tackle it in a very overly simplified way.
0: I love that.
2: (laughs) If there's any scientists out there listening, tearing their hair out, we apologise. Well, you know what? We don't apologise. We're going to attack this in our own way. Uh, But I think this topic is something that everyone, scientists and non-scientists alike, should be really excited by. And to start with Sasha to frame this conversation... I want to take you back to the early 2010s and introduce you to 20-year-old Alec watching Vice documentaries while at university.
0: I've got to say, 20-year-old Alec doesn't sound particularly cool right now, Alec.
2: (laughs) Honestly, uh, 30-year-old Alec, not particularly cool (laughs) either. But I remember in my university days watching a Vice documentary on the coming crisis in antibiotics and how scientists were searching the jungle for new compounds to develop new antibiotics to stay ahead of antibiotic resistant bacteria
1: in terms of finding new antibiotics nature offers the most promising new compounds
2: and the predictions would like die according to some experts antibiotic resistance bacteria could kill 10 million people a year by 2050 surpassing cancer deaths so, Sasha, as you can imagine, that scared 20-year-old me.
0: That scares, you know, 30-something-year-old me, so I can understand why it scared <laughs> you back then, too.
2: And look, it's always stayed in the back of my mind, this idea that we're fighting a losing race against antibiotic-resistant bacteria, which is why I was so excited last year when I first learnt about a new antibiotic called Hallison.
0: You've given me the perfect setup there to just say, <laughs> all right, Tell me about Halicin. The
2: first new antibiotic to be discovered in nearly 30
1: years has been hailed as a game changer.
2: Well, Halicin was the first antibiotic identified with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Now, it was a drug originally developed for diabetes, and it didn't do that well. It failed in testing. But in 2019, AI researchers at MIT uh, found that it had potential to work as an antibiotic. In testing, it showed success against antibiotic-resistant strains of different bacteria. Now, Sasha, most exciting, because its mode of action, AKA the way it kills bacteria in the body, is different to most traditional antibiotics, scientists suspect it could be difficult for bacteria to develop resistance to.
0: I am still confused about how artificial intelligence is helping change the game. How is it working into this process?
2: Well, the process of drug discovery is complex and expensive. And Sasha, one thing we're gonna learn in this episode is the names of drugs and drug companies are difficult to say. I think their names are outside my circle of competence. <laughs> but according to Tarconic, bringing a drug to market can cost approximately $2.8 billion and take up to a decade. Now, AI and machine learning can cut that cost and reduce that time.
1: Instead of looking for a needle in a haystack, we can use the giant magnet of computing power to find many needles in multiple haystacks simultaneously.
0: So you've given the numbers there, but how exactly does AI help in that process?
2: So there are a variety of rabbit holes we can go down here, Sasha. We
0: love rabbit holes.
2: (laughs) Scientists are currently exploring uses of AI at every stage in the drug development process. Drug discovery, preclinical trials and clinical trials. But today I think we focus on the drug discovery process. And really I want to focus on one word data because over the past few years there has been an explosion of data in biosciences because it has become much easier and cheaper to collect sequences of genes and proteins and ai is just better at digesting huge data sets than humans according to reporting from the financial times ai can quickly identify many compounds in a relatively short period and at a quarter of the cost of traditional methods.
0: That's amazing. Can you tell me about these companies?
2: BioNTech, the $40 billion German pharmaceutical company that shot to prominence during COVID has invested in this space. Their CEO has one of my favorite quotes about AI. He said, AI is like kids. You really have to teach them a lot until they start to come to conclusions.
0: That's such a great quote.
2: <laughs> that that really is what I guess we're seeing. that with all this data, these big companies are teaching AI how to read the data, they're setting up the data to to be processable by AI, and they're starting to yield results.
1: In drug discovery, we can use machine learning to detect very subtle changes in cells that are produced by different compounds and thereby find out how compounds work.
2: So as well as bio and tech, Pfizer, the $300 billion American giant, has really been out in front of this space. In 2020, they realized that AI couldn't... Uh, screen its libraries of 4.5 billion commercially available compounds. So it invested in cleansing this data, making it AI friendly, and now AI can scan this entire database in just 48 hours. Sanofi, $116 billion French pharmaceutical giant, has embraced AI and is signing deals with two AI-focused startups. But Sasha, there's much more than two AI-focused startups out there. Funding for these startups has risen 3,800 percent in the past five years now surpassing two billion dollars a year And these venture capital-backed startups are signing so many deals with big pharma.
0: As soon as you start throwing billions with a B around, you know that the money is like a magnet just going to go straight into that space, right?
2: Like an absolute magnet. And we can't talk about AI and money flowing into a space without talking about the undisputed leader in AI, and that is Google, aka Alphabet.
3: The latest emblem for existential dread is Google's DeepMind project, which created AlphaGo, an AI program that's become unbeatable at the most complex strategy game on the planet.
2: Late last year, Alphabet announced it would use the research from its AI subsidiary, DeepMind, to create a new business, Isomorphic Labs, that's going to use DeepMind's AI to accelerate drug discovery, and they hope, well, I guess we all hope, ultimately find cures for some of humanity's most devastating diseases.
0: What a sentence to finish on there, Alec. Um, And as we said, it can't be an episode of The Dive without talking about Alphabet or Google. (laughs) They seem to just pop up in every single story that we look at. Well,
2: to be fair, a lot of our research for these episodes is on their platforms, so they deserve a mention.
0: Look, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors, but afterwards, we're going to go look at the returns from the investment in this space. And then also, I'm going to get you to look into your crystal ball and imagine what the future will look like.
4: to find out if it's right for you.
0: Welcome back to the dive. I'm Sasha and today we're talking about artificial intelligence and how it intersects with drug development. I'm joined by my colleague Alec Renahan and Alec, before the break, you explained how many of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world are investing in AI drug discovery. Our favorite Google popped up there as well as alongside a couple of drug companies that I can't pronounce, so I'm going to <laughs> doing, going to avoid that. But here's the big question. are we actually seeing the returns from this investment?
2: So to date we haven't seen a regulator approve a drug discovered entirely by AI. We have seen AI find new uses for existing already approved drugs, but it still is early days. There are now 15 drug candidates designed by AI in clinical trials, but as we said at the top, drug development can take more than a decade with all the different stages of clinical trials, so it'll be a little while before we truly see the returns. But Sasha, I want to give you an idea of the two ends of the spectrum. I guess you could say the best and the worst of what the future could offer.
0: I love this. It's like a crystal ball or if you're a movie fan, the sliding doors moment of what's going to happen. So... You know me, I'm an optimist. Let's go with the positive first.
2: When COVID took the world by surprise in January 2020, doctors struggled to treat patients. They only had a few clues on how this virus operated. So benevolent AI turned to this technology, artificial intelligence and machine learning to help. They set their algorithms to work and managed to read 50 million medical journal articles in just a few hours. How fast can you read, Sasha?
0: Well, not that fast, (laughs) that's for sure.
2: So over the next few days, researchers continued to deepen their understanding of how COVID operated and they fed this information into the algorithm. In just four days, the AI had identified an Eli Lilly drug used to treat rheumatoid arthritis, barackinatib? Apologies. (laughs) We did say they were hard to pronounce. And this drug, uh, this rheumatoid arthritis drug, was found to tackle both COVID and the body's inflammatory reaction to COVID.
4: We at Benevolent and and others have clearly demonstrated that in early drug discovery, artificial intelligence can help with better target selection and reduce the time it takes to get from a lead to a candidate molecule. Now
2: this was the first time that AI had discovered a drug to repurpose That was then used widely.
4: So I think if we look at the hype cycle I think we've definitely gone over the peak of um, expectations and through the trough of despair and now we're really on the beginning of the slope of enlightenment so I think it's a really exciting time.
0: So this is an example of how AI went and researched existing information that we have already discovered and said hey this drug is probably gonna help this new problem. This isn't about developing a new drug from scratch in four days.
2: That's it. That's it's not about creating new compounds, although they're doing that, it's in clinical trials. This story is about taking an existing drug, existing compounds, and finding new and novel uses for it. So a drug used to treat arthritis was repurposed and found to be incredibly effective against COVID. The World Health Organization strongly recommends Bricknativ's use. And a UK government trial found it significantly reduces COVID deaths.
0: Well, that's a great story. Are there other ones as well? Am I tempting fate by asking if I can get some more good news stories?
2: Yeah, well, Sasha, COVID was a real good news moment for uh, this AI drug discovery process more generally. AbCellera sorted through 6 million cells in just three days to find an antibody that could be mass produced, in this case by Eli Lilly, that has helped more than 1 million COVID patients. Similarly, a supercomputer helped in Pfizer's quest for an antiviral that could be taken orally. And although AI did not design COVID vaccines, it helped optimize them. Moderna's platform, the technology it uses for all of its vaccines, learnt from producing 20,000 unique mRNA sequences, which helped it design and manufacture the first batch of its COVID vaccine for testing in just 42 days.
0: Wow, Alec, I think you can kind of start to get overwhelmed by the numbers when you list them off like that, because they're just so huge. And this technology is just reading through masses of information in such short periods of time. So I'm a bit reluctant to hear about it, but I guess I need to. I want to hear what could go wrong. What's the negatives about this technology?
2: As quickly as AI can discover new drugs and cures, it can also use that same processing power to sift through biological and research data to find, I guess you'd call it the opposite of a cure.
0: Okay, that sounds really ominous.
2: Yeah, this is a pretty ominous story. Uh, Collaborations Pharmaceuticals, a company based in North Carolina, uses machine learning to identify drugs for rare and neglected diseases. But its scientists were asked to contribute to a conference discussing the effect recent scientific breakthroughs, like AI and machine learning, would have on the Biological and Chemical Weapons Convention, which is a multilateral treaty banning biological and chemical weapons. So, Collaborations Pharmaceuticals set their mind to the task. They trained their AI with a starting set of molecules, known pesticides, known environmental toxins, and left it alone, basically, to calculate how to adapt those molecules to become more deadly. Within six hours, the AI had discovered 40,000 potential killer molecules, many of which could be used as biological weapons. Most scary, some compounds scored more highly for toxicity than any known biochemical weapon. Thankfully, the researchers withheld crucial details of the research method for security reasons, so it's not like you can pick up a journal article and repeat this process, but it does show just how scary this technology can be
0: yeah and i guess leads to that uncomfortable question which is if someone's done it before someone can do it again right
2: yeah that's it but look sasha as scary as that thought is it's important to note that life sciences has always had the potential for misuse biological and chemical weapons could be made before ai and they can be made after ai ai doesn't change anything it just makes everything a lot faster.
0: That's made me feel a lot better about it, actually, because you do sometimes get caught up in the breakthroughs of the technology, but you forget the fact that humans have been breaking things and making things for generations. And so this is just the next step in this particular avenue of discovery.
2: That's it. We are entering a amazing decade for biosciences, from gene sequencing and editing, new therapeutics, mRNA vaccines... It feels like there has been and there will continue to be a lot of breakthroughs in the coming years. And all of this will be sped up and supercharged by AI and machine learning. So there will be risks and there are scary thoughts, like these researchers at Collaborative Pharmaceuticals demonstrated. But I think, on the whole, it's a really exciting time and a really exciting story. We're going to see some amazing breakthroughs. We're going to see some fascinating new and novel drugs. And hopefully, all of it will lead to step change improvements in people's quality of life.
0: Well, I think if we started with terrified 20-year-old Alec 10 or so (laughs) years ago, watching Vice documentaries and getting pretty nervous about the future of the world, hopefully we've put his and yours and mine, our minds at ease after today's episode. And again, a call out to any scientists who've been listening, tearing their hair out, Don't just be angry, write to us and come join us on the show. You can always ask us to talk about a story that interests you by contacting us at thedive at equitymates.com and follow us on all of the social media channels. All those details, as usual, are in the show notes below. All podcasters say it, but it really, really does help. Remember to rate and review us in your favorite podcast app. It helps with discoverability and we love being discovered by other people. And subscribe so that the next time there's a new episode, which will be later this week, it'll be delivered to you the moment it drops. Alec, thanks for helping me get up to speed with AI today. It was a fascinating topic.
2: Thanks, Sasha. I think we are still outside of our circle of competence, but... It is a fascinating story.
0: Amazing. Okay, until next time. The Dive is a product of Equity Mates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast.
4: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.